find yourself in a world that no longer makes sense. When you realize that a man like Epstein didn't Epstein himself. When the police are defunded, but Pakistan gets a gender studies grant. You may be in the Collapse Experiment. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Collapse Experiment, where I give you the latest updated news on where we are in the collapse we are experiencing. And if you already thought things were heating up in the Netherlands, where the farmers are protesting, trying to take back their government, trying to keep their businesses solvent, and... Um, you know, show how important a, a farmer is. After all, uh, I, I'm guessing people just don't understand how that food gets to the supermarket. We have had farmers steal Learjets out of their hangars that belong to their government. We've had the spraying of liquid manure on government facilities. We've had police shooting at farmers. And now the latest, I'm not saying this is connected. There's... There's clearly no evidence of that yet, but there are conspiracy theories out there. And as we know, the difference between the, the truth and a conspiracy theory is about six months. <laughs> so, Bill Gates funded supermarket mysteriously burns to the ground. This is a company called Picnic that is out of Amsterdam. Uh, Amsterdam. That's, mm, I know a lot of people think that sounds like paradise. It's kind of like the Las Vegas of Europe. I have zero interest in ever going there, but I digress. Picnic, a company based out of Amsterdam, who now has facilities in uh, France, Germany, and the Netherlands. Oh, oh, well, they did. They did have one in the Netherlands until it burned down. Bill Gates gave this company $6 million because it is considered a green supermarket. They do home deliveries with electric cars. <clears throat> uh, don't, don't ask where the electricity for those electric cars comes from. Uh, <clears throat> that, that'll just... Uh, anyways, <laughs> the, the other thing about these supermarkets is that it is the one place where Bill Gates can sell his synthetic meat and uh no that's not a uh, adult toy uh synthetic meat it's um <clears throat> lab grown meat where they take meat cells and um duplicate them in a petri dish uh, of sorts and then sell it to you as if it's um a steak turkey chicken Whatever it is they're trying to make this fake stuff look or taste like. Uh, I, I can't imagine that this is anything uh, ugh, worth, worth ingesting. Uh, we, we know how synthetic foods have gone in the past. Did, did you know that most vegan alternative foods are less healthy than if you were to... Like, when you see vegan hot dog... Um, Odds are, just having a real hot dog is probably more nutritious than this uh, rubbery... Uh, it's almost like what? Like a foam texture? Like a memory foam? 
if you've ever had a vegan hot dog, it's not the most appealing thing. Visually, it looks like a hot dog. It doesn't smell like a hot dog. It sure as hell doesn't taste like a hot dog. Um, I'm sorry, but but give me the the pig snouts and the pig pig butts and um, you know mash that together. Do your thing. Do your thing to make a hot dog and just give me a hot dog. I don't care where it comes from. And hey, in most cookbooks that I've seen, whether you're in France or you are in Asia, the snout, the, the, the part that gets thrown into making a hot dog, is usually considered the best part. So technically, depending on where you're at, eating a hot dog is a luxurious food. So unfortunately, the rest of the news coming out seems to be just a recap of things that uh, we already know. Europe is on high alert. July shutdown of Nord Stream Pipeline has EU worried. No, no kidding. Wow. Um, this person was just looking for something to write about? I don't know. Um, this isn't exactly news. This is, we've known this for a while. Is Saudi Arabia production at capacity? You don't have to write an article for this. The answer is yes. They're at capacity. Um, their wells are drying up. And there is one story. Uh, it came up on Canadian Prepper, uh, his channel on YouTube. And somewhere he found an article stating that Saudi Arabia is buying the, the cheap Russian oil... So Russia's selling their oil at a discount right now, and Saudi Arabia has been buying it up so that they can keep their numbers up. Meaning they're buying from somebody else, claiming that it's their oil, and then putting it back on the market at a, a bit of a profit. Either A, it's Russia bypassing the uh, sanctions on them to put more oil on the world market, or... Saudi Arabia is trying to cover the fact that they they don't have the oil that they used to. Um, their numbers have consistently gone down over the last decade. And uh, I, I'm guessing this is just a theory. Call it a conspiracy theory, if you will. My theory is they're running out of oil. And uh, what happens when you have a country, if, if you are a Saudi... And your income, your lifestyle is based on oil being sold on the market. Whether you are a Saudi prince or you're just a common Saudi, uh, once that oil is gone, you're going to be pissed off. And uh, I think Saudi Arabia knows that they're looking at having their, their own revolution, their post-oil revolution. Because if you look at that country, what do they have left after that? sand <laughs> there's there's nothing there they don't grow anything uh there was uh what movie was it if you've ever seen the movie the kingdom there's this great scene where this this older woman who is living in saudi arabia she points out that there's somebody who was uh working on a piece of property like cutting grass or something right gardening 
And they were like, well, how do you know they, they weren't a Saudi? And she's like, they don't do that. They pay other people to do that. That's why there's so many foreigners in Saudi Arabia. They don't do that labor that is below them. And this is uh, how Saudi lifestyle has been for a long, long time now. So uh, I, I have to believe that if the Saudis, not the royal family, but the rest of Saudi Arabia, if they discovered that oil is going bye-bye, uh, you're going to have to actually start working for a living. Whoops. Um, yeah, that's, that's not good for the country. Uh, moving on, China and Russia want to replace U.S. dollar with BRICS currencies. Uh, again, we've already known this. This is a, a no, no shiza. Uh, uh, moving on, New York unleashed nuclear attack preparedness PSA. <laughs> so New York City. Uh, decided that they were going to release a video to the public explaining how they might survive a nuclear attack. Um, honestly, um, from the only criticism I've heard about this is that it was kind of lacking on certain information. It was very generic and uh, just kind of explained like, you know, go into your basement and make sure you have food and water for a certain period of time. Uh, don't look at the bright flashing light. Uh, if you feel the flesh burning off of your body. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they made this video and apparently they made it because they went around asking the public. So what do you feel like you're not prepared for? Well, for one, nobody was really prepared for 9-11. Uh, the odds of that happening again, I don't know. I don't know if I can say that anymore. Like, we've already experienced 2020 until today. And the number of things that I never thought I'd see in my lifetime have actually occurred. A large number of things. So for me to say that I don't think 9-11 could ever happen again, that's not accurate. I, I could totally see, like... 9-11, 2.0, it wasn't just two planes, it was eight. <laughs> so, um, who knows, uh, that's possible, but hey, do you really need a PSA for that? I mean, if you live in New York City and you haven't figured out what to do if 9-11 happened again, um, maybe, maybe you deserve that Darwin Award, I don't know. But anyways, they made this video, uh, it seemed to be very generic, and for some reason, the the public of New York was interested in knowing, hey, you know, um, we're kind of messing with Russia right now, and there's all this weird stuff in Ukraine, wherever the heck that is, but people keep talking about this nuclear thing, and I kind of would like to survive that, you know? Um, by the way, how does Starbucks work after a nuclear event? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they put that out, and um, you know, people are taking notice. Apparently, the, the city of New York is preparing for a possible nuclear event. Although, I will say, at least here locally where I live, we haven't seen the, uh, the revamping, the remodeling, the uh, stockpiling of... Uh, 
old nuclear bomb shelters that other countries have been doing, especially over in Europe where gas masks, um, long-term food supplies, uh, water filtration systems, air filtration systems, uh, a lot of these have been either modernized, updated, or completely restocked. Uh, but as for here in the U.S., uh, I know people who work in either local or uh, larger governments, and um, yeah, they're still, uh, that's where we keep our old files. So um, yeah, unless you can adapt your body to living off of old paper, um, odds are you're not going to be able to use one of these these bomb shelters, which is unfortunate. It's horrible. I don't understand why or how we ended up um, building these facilities. I mean, there's this whole continuity of government thing, but apparently the anything below the federal government just thinks, oh, the Cold War's over. We can... We can save money on our storage costs by by using this thing, as if as if the one thing that we want to survive a a large nuclear event is court papers, uh, legal documents. I'm sure the aliens might find it fascinating. Like, wow, these papers are so important. It, could that be what the um, the Dead Sea Scrolls? Could that be what those were? Just a bunch of like old weird papers that they didn't know what else to do with them. They didn't want to store them in like <laughs> in an important place. They were just like, oh, just just toss that over there. <laughs> yeah, because uh, a lot of it just seems to be like scraps of uh, historical documents that, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. But when it comes to... Uh, the things that you want to preserve currently in your civilization. Um, granted, people live on, they, they move on, uh, but I don't know. I, I could see more important things being stashed away in a, a nuclear bomb shelter, like uh, <clears throat> people <laughs> or, or food or uh, clean water. Uh, maybe making sure that the, uh, uh, the toilet facilities are functioning. Uh, these are all things that um, nobody seems to be concerned about. And with the lack of money coming in after 2020, for a lot of these, these governments, uh, whether it's city, uh, county, you know, your local town, townships don't have bomb shelters. Hey, if a township did have a bomb shelter, at least they know how to spend their money. Uh, the fact that the tax income is dropping and a lot of these, these uh, governments don't have the funds for fire departments, police, jails, uh, the normal things that keep their society going, of course they're not going to divert any money into something like that. That's a, well, you know, I mean, if it happens, it happens. It's kind of the thinking I've been hearing from a lot of people. I'm not saying that's coming from government people, but a lot of people are just like, eh, well, you know, if uh, Russia decides that they're going to do this, then uh, 
what chance do I do I really want to live through something like that? <laughs> it worked out for the people in Japan. So recently, Southern Prepper One did a video where he was talking about where he thinks all of this is heading. Uh, the type of information he gets is about economics, the state of uh, financial situations for for the common people, uh, jobs, the um, the uh, lack of supplies for factories, parts. Uh, he he covers a lot of this, and uh, he was kind of going over all the information that he's collected over the last six months. That's how long he's been doing his boots on the ground segment, and um, he had a very, I'm going to say, optimistic view as to where things were heading. Uh, one part that stood out to me was when he was saying that. He thinks that third world countries and developing nations are going to find themselves in a food shortage, but that America would be fine. And um, I, I don't agree on that. Um, he was saying that, you know, instead of seven options on the shelf, you're going to find three. And I'm like, dude, have, have you seen pasta? <laughs> Like, you go into the local Wally World and uh, all the pasta's gone. Like, even the noodles that nobody likes uh, are gone. Um, granted, this is like a, a give-and-take situation. It's um, sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. A lot of people are saying that, you know, when canned goods come in, it's like the damaged, dented cans that usually go to your your local Amish store to be sold for like 10 cents. Because um, who knows? You're the one that's gambling on whether or not that dented can is still good. Uh, but, um, you know, he, he was making some points. And I think overall he was just trying to remain optimistic, even with everything that he's seen. Uh, I personally don't see that. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why. We currently have a leadership, a, a government that is being operated and controlled by an outside group called the World Economic Forum, where we have a, a guy who looks like he's from a Bond movie and uh, speaks in a thick German accent, uh, who has this weird fetish with depopulating the planet, uh, whether or not you believe that global warming is real or not. I think mass murder might just be an option that's off the table. But then again, this is the World Economic Forum. They're not elected. They're just rich people. Rich people who think that they're smarter than everybody else, when in reality, uh, they're not. If you want to see more about that, check out my book, The Great Reset of Lies, which is a commentary on COVID-19, The Great Reset by Klaus Schwab. So um, I go through the book and debunk a lot of the BS that he's spouting out as gospel truth. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, a lot of what he talks about in that book has absolutely nothing to do with covid Especially when uh, it talks about George Floyd and racism and blah. It's like, 
What the F does racism have anything to do with COVID-19? Anything. Is COVID-19 racist? Is it? Is the virus racist? Did, did COVID... Well, George Floyd had COVID-19. <laughs> did that have to do with his death? Is he blaming COVID-19 for the death of George Floyd? I don't know. <clears throat> but anyways, uh, if you want to know what he has to say and uh, what I have to say about what he has to say, uh, you can check those out. It seems to be a very popular book in Canada for some reason. Don't know why, but uh, thank you, Canadians. Uh, and thank you for all the positive reviews. It's been pretty awesome to see that. But we have this government, and it is run by a bunch of people who have continuously failed up in life. They haven't earned anything, okay? <clears throat> Regardless of what you think about Joe Biden, he hasn't earned any position that he's ever been in. When it comes to um, Obama getting in the office and, you know, you hear the explanations of, well, you know, he wanted he wanted the advice of somebody that he kind of thought of as a grandfather figure. No, he is the he was the Kamala Harris of the Biden admin or Biden of the Obama administration. It was if we get rid of Obama, we're going to have Biden in office and we don't want that. And currently, we have Biden in office, and we've seen what Biden can do while he's in office, which is either, as Obama put it, F things up, or <laughs> absolutely nothing, which makes things even worse. So, um, wh whatever the wrong option is when it comes to certain situations, that tends to be what Biden does. And currently, we have Kamala Harris as the vice president. Which, again, <clears throat> is the situation from before. Do we really want to get rid of Biden? Because if we do that, <clears throat> we get her. And oh my God, what the hell would happen if that was in office? And then when you look at the, the rest of the administration, you have Jennifer Granholm, couldn't run a state. Now all of a sudden she's the energy secretary. Yay. Um, doesn't even know like what her job is, or what she should be looking at, the information she should just know off the top of her head because that is determining policies that she's enacting. Uh, we also have the, the new press secretary whose name sounds like something off of like a lesbian French literary um, class. Uh, but, you know, not hired because she's the best person for the job it's because she's a what is it a black lesbian immigrant um is there anything else to throw in there is she a, a first for for because have you noticed this person never for being the press secretary whenever she's asked a question she has no answers and and maybe that's what they were looking for they're like <clears throat> well, we have to have this position, and reporters are going to be asking you questions, but it's very important that you just just give them nothing. Pretend that you're in the mob, and that the police are interrogating you, and your response should just be, mm, I ain't giving you nothing, sonny. Because, uh, you know, it's more important that you're faithful to us instead of the American people. Uh, we want loyalty above all, not to the Constitution, but to the party. Okay, just just think of it as like uh, China, right? 
everything's about the party. You want to make the party look good. So when these when these reporters start asking you the tough questions, I mean, you, you saw what happened with Peppermint Patty, right? I mean, she just kept answering stuff. We we're getting in trouble because, you know, she's lying. It's more important that you just say nothing. Get, can you handle that? Can you, can you do that? And uh, apparently, if that is what they told her to do, she's doing really good at her job. And then you have Janet Yellen. Oh, Janet. Janet Yellen. A woman who... I don't know. I think AOC probably might have more qualifications for running the Federal Reserve than Janet Yellen does because it's very obvious she has no idea what the hell she's doing. Then again, that would also be AOC who has a degree in economics. I, I don't know how. I don't know why. Um, again, she must have failed up in that class. Maybe it had something to do with that weird dance video that was supposed to be uh, an homage to the Breakfast Club. I, I don't know. I don't know how she passed that class because when she says stuff about economics currently... It's very clear that she either A, didn't show up for class, just took the test, regurgitated some stuff that she took while she was on Adderall or whatever, got a passing grade, and um, completely forgot anything that might have been discussed uh, in that course. But then again, hey, it was, wasn't, wasn't it a bunch of people with economics degrees who caused the 2008 economic... Uh, downturn slash collapse situation that that we went through destroyed the economy was wasn't it a bunch of people who did that with with those degrees so maybe i shouldn't be surprised maybe this is just uh what we're getting out of our colleges and universities now um i'd, I'd really like to know <clears throat> is there a, a college out there that currently has a course in like i don't know austrian economics uh, the, the value of a gold-based currency, uh, how to not uh, drive a bank into insolvency, um, the <laughs> maybe a course teaching you that Wall Street is not a casino, <laughs> that uh, uh, no, you, you don't go in to just gamble, you try to make educated guesses, and uh, you don't you don't do stupid things like, I'm going to bet against GameStop and then have a bunch of people on 4chan going and betting against you and uh, making a hedge fund go out of business. So um, we're seeing some positives and we're seeing a lot of negatives when it comes to economics and, and the people who are in charge. And Janet Yellen has absolutely no business being in charge of the Federal Reserve. And uh, let me take it one step further. Uh, the Federal Reserve have, has absolutely no business existing whatsoever. Um, it goes against the Constitution, and uh, I don't understand how this was deemed okay, considering how it was voted in in the middle of the night with a small fraction of Congress actually in attendance. And, uh, and then they just kind of came back to work and were like, oh, we, we have a central bank now? Oh, is that a good idea or a bad idea? Should we get rid of it? No, just keep it? Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll do that. A couple years later, we're involved in World War One. <clears throat> yeah, didn't see that one coming.
So what happens? What happens from here? These are these are the people that we have running things currently, unfortunately, for, for us and the rest of the world. These are the people who uh, didn't earn their positions. They were not the most qualified. Um, they are the bottom of the barrel. They're not even... It's the stuff that hit the floor outside of the barrel when you're filling the bag that's been swept up and put in charge of everything else. That's that's what is going on here. And um, where do I see this going? Well, uh, from sources uh, that I have been following, it sounds like uh, Dr. Jill Biden, uh, someone who's not a <clears throat> real doctor, uh, She's really pushing her husband for doing lockdowns again, but not just lockdowns, like Australian-style lockdowns. Um, something that really would never work here. Let, let's get that straight. So uh, Joe Biden wants to lock people down to the point where they will come to your house, arrest you, send you to some some nice spa um tropical beach uh vacation spot where you just continue to take this test and if it says you have covid you have covid and you really have no say about it um even though we know how bad these these tests are how inaccurate and um really here's here's the thing about these tests uh jim brewer uh, comedian, he was on Joe Rogan about a year ago, and he was asking some very uh, uh, interesting questions when it came to COVID. And he said that one of the things he said was that the the best thing about the time period we're living now is the insane amount of stupidity that we're living in, um, because you can take a test, but it's not going to tell the doctor like how bad it is for you are you going to be put on a ventilator or should you just take some vitamin c and go sleep it off um the the test itself does absolutely nothing but gives them a number for how many people have had this disease that's it it has nothing to do with medicine medical treatment uh, where do we go from here especially when it takes like three to four days to get a test result back as it did back then after three or four days, if your patient has a severe case and they're not already hospitalized, they're probably at home dead, which means you didn't do your job. Because one thing he kept asking was, well, if I did have it, is there anything I should be taking? And the guy was like, well, you could take this, this, and this. And he's like, okay. And if it comes back, if the test comes back that I do have it, what do we do then? Well, I can't see you until then. You, you have absolutely no no plan A for, hey, I have these symptoms. Should I start taking anything now? No. No, we don't. And uh, that is the level of stupidity that they are still operating on when it comes to this virus. Having said that, if Jill Biden gets her way and convinces her husband that we're going to do some type of Australian-style lockdown, and I'm telling you, if this happens where I'm living, uh, we're fine. Because <laughs> when I moved up here, uh, hardly anybody's wearing masks. Um, there were some paranoid people, but when it came down to it, the, the normal people, as I'll put it, 
We're just like, uh, yeah, you can wear your mask, but don't you dare tell me I have to wear mine. That was not how things worked here. Uh, in the city I was living in, total opposite. You walk into a building and you're not wearing a mask, you've got a flood of people coming at you, pointing fingers, screaming and yelling, wanting to call the cops because you are putting everybody else at risk, even though aren't they aren't they protected? Aren't they wearing the face condom? Like there's that barrier that's supposed to protect them from everyone else and they can go about doing whatever they please and they should they shouldn't be in fear, right? Granted, the people who are wearing the face mask <clears throat> also had the jab. Nine times out of ten, they also had the jab. So again, not not only are you not going to get syphilis because you're wearing a condom, uh, you're vaccinated against syphilis. So even if uh, you decided to come in contact with somebody who, uh, for one reason or another, you 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 wanted to be close to, um, you're not going to get it, right? That that's how this whole vaccination, mask wearing, uh, the body condom thing works, right? Is that you're protected and everyone else, you can go about your business, everyone else can go about their business, but oh no, no, that's not how it works. For some reason, and California is bringing this crap back, and I think California is like the testing ground right now for, for Jill Biden's little experiment of like, can we do what Australia did? Because that'd be awesome for elections. Yeah, I think they're going to try to bring back lockdowns for elections. I think they're going to try to do their ballot harvesting mail-in BS again, where no no ballots um, are really accounted for. Um, nothing is verified. They're not going to look at signatures. They're not going to look to even see if you live in that voting district. They're just like, who did you vote for? Awesome. This is a good ballot. Who did they vote for? Um yeah, I think this is fake because, like, nobody's allowed to vote for this guy, right? That That's how this works. Like, just shredder, just put it in the shredder. Uh, all right, okay. Oh, this, you want me to scan this stack again over here, right? Okay, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, yeah, all those I put in the shredder. Yeah, these are the good ones. Okay, count them again. Cool. Got it. That's what we're going to do, just like in Georgia. And here's the other thing I think that's going to happen. Um, yeah, I think there's going to be some sketchy elections. I think there's going to be a lot of courts uh, who are going to be asked to overlook uh, the results of some elections. And I think, and this is what happened last time, I think a lot of these courts are what... I'm just going to put it bluntly here. I think they're going to bitch out, which is what they did last time, where they didn't bother. Now, here's the thing. I hear a lot of people arguing, well, there wasn't any evidence of any wrongdoing in the elections and blah, blah, blah. Um, that is 100% false. You want to know why? Because the court stated that the uh, people filing the lawsuit had no merit in filing the lawsuit therefore they didn't have to look at the evidence none of these courts looked at the evidence for the cases that were being brought to them they just said mm, 
that, nope, you, you don't really, there, there's no merit to this whatsoever, so we're not even going to hear it. If they don't hear it, they don't see the evidence brought to them. So there's evidence out there. People would not have brought these cases to the courts without having something to argue with. They could, but that's a lot of cases that were just completely freaking ignored. And even, even if it was a small percentage of those cases that were brought forward to no evidence whatsoever being attached to them, that still means the majority of those cases had evidence that, again, was never looked at. Um, there's the 2000 Mules movie. I have not seen it yet. Um, I did find it online, but um, I hate to say it. Dinesh D'Souza makes some really, really boring, boring documentaries. Um, not only are they boring, but they tend to be of topics that I just really could not give a crap about. Um, I also have a big issue with him coming to this country as an immigrant and deciding that <laughs> for some reason I don't have to pay taxes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would I do that? I'm special. Um, yeah, so I have some issues with Dinesh D'Souza. Um, I'm not saying that there isn't something in that movie there appears to be a lot of people that have seen it and are just like, oh my God, like, how, how has this not been investigated? What is going on here? He's got like all the digital evidence. He's got the physical, the, the, the video evidence of this stuff going on. Uh, and, uh, you know, if I would suggest you check it out for yourself. I got like 10 minutes into it. I'm just like, <sighs> and, um, Unfortunately, that's that's how it is with most courtroom drama document. Well, no, I've seen some really interesting documentaries. I've seen some really fascinating documentaries, and I wish Dinesh D'Souza would actually watch those and figure out how to make something entertaining while educating people. It would be nice. So not only do I think that there's going to be lockdowns again, or the attempt to bring lockdowns back for God knows what horribly stupid reason they'll do it for now. Uh, I think they're going to try meddling with the election. And I think at the same time, they're going to have <clears throat> riots or I'm, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, peaceful. It's going to be peaceful protest, right? Is that what's going to be? I guess it all depends on like what side of the aisle these people in the streets screaming are on. But, um, when it comes to the food shortages that we're going to be facing, like you're seeing stuff happening at the store now, that's the gradual decline. Eventually, eventually there's not going to be much of anything. And then you're going to have the government step in and say, uh, we're going to offer you these really cool cards. Look at these cards. No, there's not money on it. It just... You swipe it at the register and it tells you whether or not you've had your um, allotted amount of bread and milk for <clears throat> the month. Um, and if you have, then you, you can't purchase that item that you have at the register. Even though you found it, it's there. No one else grabbed it before you. You cannot purchase that. Uh, we're going to end up having um, civil unrest because of 
the food shortage. We're going to have more civil unrest because of the elections. Whatever is happening in the streets, the media is going to try to make it sound like it's just a bunch of Democrats speaking their First Amendment rights about some dude that was um, punched in the face by a dog that was all white, therefore it was racist, and... Um, yeah, it, it's going to, it's just going to be a whole lot of stupid and it's going to cause more rioting and more frustration because uh, people are going to be sick of it. People are going to be absolutely sick of it. Um, and the more that these DAs allow to happen and the more that they try to wrongly prosecute people for things that are, I'm sorry, but it is... It is a fundamental right to defend yourself. And uh, this this new example of the guy running the bodega and being attacked and then defending himself, killing the guy in self-defense, and then being charged with murder. Yeah, uh, DAs like that, though, that's who needs to be investigated by the, uh, the DOJ. Those people. Because they're violating the fundamental civil rights of people who are simply trying to live their lives and defend themselves. When an asshole comes behind a counter and starts attacking you and tries to and commits bodily harm, leading you to think that uh, if I don't defend myself, he's going to kill me. I'm sorry. Uh, he put himself in that situation, not the clerk behind the counter. So why are we not defending the clerk behind the counter? He did nothing wrong. He took back a bag of chips that the woman couldn't pay for. And then the boyfriend, who wasn't even a customer, comes into the store and starts attacking the clerk. You cannot justify this stuff. Absolutely not. That is... It's a Kyle Rittenhouse story. What, now all of a sudden the, the foreign dark-skinned immigrant from another country who's worked 20 years straight hasn't, after coming into this country, now all of a sudden he's the racist? Are, are you freaking kidding me? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> and the fact that uh, these DAs are like, you don't have the right to defend yourself. Eventually, one day, what happened to the Georgia Guidestones is going to happen to one of these DAs. And they're going to catch the person who did it, and they're like, well, of course I thought I could do it. He doesn't have the right to defend himself. I mean, isn't that what he was arguing in court? Why can't I attack a DA? They don't have the right to defend themselves. Because that's what these DAs are saying to the rest of the country. You do not have the right to defend yourself. And basically, you should accept anything that happens to you. And if that's what they're saying to you, that applies to them too. These people, the ones who fail up, love making horrible situations for themselves. And the weird thing is, every time they get themselves into a horrible situation... They get bumped up the ladder. And I don't know if it's they have something on the people above them, if it's the color of their... Well, if we fire them, then we look like we're racist. Oh my God, they're gay? Oh my God. Well, we're homophobes if we get rid of... Just... Okay, here's what we're going to do. 
we're, we're going to promote them. Yes, we're going to give them more money and we're going to give them more responsibility. But hopefully they're so overwhelmed they just kind of quit on their own, right? Right? Therefore, we eventually get rid of them. No. <laughs> they don't, they're so dumb they don't know any better. They don't know when to quit. Because <laughs> they keep getting rewarded for being dumb. And that is the issue. That is what is going on here. Joe Biden never, never should have been able to run for president in the Democratic Party, especially with some of the people who are running. We had how many people running for, for being the Democratic candidate? <clears throat> the first person who drops out? The absolute failure of that, that whole uh, candidacy? She ends up becoming vice president? Are you freaking kidding me? So you pick the one guy who doesn't even know his own name or where he went to school. You pick that for, for the president to run as president. And then the first person to drop out because she got called out for being a, a racist uh, DA who doesn't know how to let people out of prison because she believes in slave labor. Th that person who quits... Oh, we'll have her as VP. It'll be cool. Yeah, well, she she knew when to drop out. She was smart enough to know when to drop out. We don't want people who know how to drop out. We want people to know how to fight and keep on going and not call a, a lid during the campaign every freaking day at noon so that they don't have to deal with the media. Joe Biden couldn't get anybody to come to his campaign rallies. And who would go to his campaign rally? It'd probably be shut down early because Biden needs an ice cream cone and a nappy nap. So here's what the Democrats are going to end up learning uh, this coming election is that uh, we don't like you. And that's fine. You know why? Because we know that you don't like us. You don't like anybody who doesn't think the way that you think. You have this weird long list of constantly changing criteria for who is right and who is wrong. Uh, we, we don't like your list. Um, we seem to uh, like people who we can have conversations with, with opposing views, but you refuse to talk to anybody who has any type of differing views from you. Uh, when somebody says the wrong word, like... Um, <laughs> or has a differing opinion when it comes to a certain topic, you're like, castrate them out. Get them out. You are no longer a part of this party. You are to go to the concentration camp. You are to join the Republican Party. And, um, yeah, you ostracize your own people. Uh, nobody likes you. You are the bullies that you constantly bitch about. That's, that's who you end up turning into. And what, what's even funnier is whenever you're pointing out who you don't like and why you don't like them, it's all the characteristics that you're showing of yourself. Again, this is why we don't like you. And um, no, we, we don't think that you should be in power. Uh, you're obviously not mature enough for the situation. Uh, you don't have the criteria. You don't have the experience. Um, you don't know what a woman is. Seriously, you you sit there and and you say, well, 
can't really define oh yes yes you can there's this book called a dictionary <clears throat> it's put together a couple hundred years ago uh, a really smart guy named webster decided that uh, he was going to figure out how to define certain words and and uh, women or woman was in there I believe it was in the first edition. And, um, you know, he, he broke it down very simply. And uh, for some reason, I don't know, um, have dictionaries disappeared? Do we not have a, a dictionary website on the Internet? Is that not available? Are we not? Can you go into Google and find the definition of a certain word? Because I'm pretty sure I've done that before. But for some reason... These people can't define something as simple as woman. And that's who we have leading the country. I have absolutely zero faith in the people who are running things right now. Um, I have no hope in any of this ending well. Um, I don't think there's going to be food on the shelves this fall, this winter. I think a lot of people are going to be struggling to heat their homes uh, this winter, uh, we may actually have, I don't know, I think this happened during that weird ice storm that happened in Texas where people actually froze to death in their houses in Texas, uh, or in their cars. I believe there are people that, um, died from carbon monoxide poisoning in their cars, but I think this on a grand scale might be one of the first times in God knows how long that a ton of Americans die from freezing to death during Biden's administration. Um, I see this coming. We have natural gas facilities blowing up. Nobody can afford gasoline. Heating costs are already going up, if you're listening to Southern Prepper One. Uh, people are getting notifications from Consumers Energy saying that, hey, uh, your bill's going up by 30%. Uh, food is already going up. Power's going up, heating costs are going up, everything is going up except for wages. And people are losing their jobs. That is slowly happening right now. Currently, companies are trying to keep people employed by saying, well, if we don't have anything to build, um, clean, clean up your workspace. Uh, hey, that break room, that remember how that used to be the smoking break room back in 1997 um how about we clean the walls on that i'm pretty sure they used to be white at at some some point how, how about we get that done and, and sweep up this stuff that's been here forever i'm pretty sure that's a fire code violation they have them doing stuff like that and eventually they're not going to have anything to clean and the company isn't going to be able to justify paying people to clean their workspace for eight hours a day um, some companies are cutting down the amount of hours, the amount of days that people are working. Um, and as of right now, I work for a <clears throat> delivery company. I'm not going to say which one. And this week is Amazon Prime. And, uh, in previous years, I have been asked to come in and help with deliveries and, and other things because of the overabundance of stuff that people were, were ordering online and needed to be delivered. It's Tuesday. I, I am not going in early. And I had a feeling because Amazon sales 
were down 4% in the fourth quarter of last year. They were down the first quarter of this year, along with Target's online sales, Walmart's online sales. People do not have the extra money to buy stuff online anymore, and Jeff Bezos, I don't know, he, he might be be losing his, uh, his mistress slash ex-best friend's ex-wife, girlfriend, whatever the hell she is, right? Um, might be losing that soon because uh, he's, well, for one, he's not the richest man in the world anymore. Thank you, Elon Musk. But, uh, yeah, Amazon might be going the way of Sears. Unfortunately, Sears had, what, over a century of, of business before they, they finally went under? I'm just going to say, yeah, I know Sears is still around, when was the last time you heard of anybody going to a Sears store to buy anything that wasn't in a retirement home, that wasn't geriatric, that didn't have an AARP membership? Who who goes to Sears? How is Sears still in business? They don't even have craftsman tools anymore. But anyways, uh, Amazon is quickly going to go the way of Sears with the way that they're running their business. They're making horrible decisions. The things that they offer with their Prime membership is uh, insane. Uh, I I almost think, from what I see where I work, we have just as many products going back to Amazon as returns as are ordered because of Prime. No questions asked. You can return an item that you, you bought. No, no shipping charge. That's all covered by Amazon. Amazon is, they have to be hemorrhaging money from having these policies. There's no way that they're not. So to close this out, what do I see coming? Oh, well, I think I've already covered a lot of it. I think that we're going to have civil unrest. Uh, I think we're going to have a lot of people wondering how the hell do I heat my home when there's, I can't, I either can't pay the bill or there's no fuel being brought to the house to heat it. Um, I think food is going to become a huge, huge issue. Uh, I think the election is going to be an even bigger issue for a short period of time. I think once the election comes and goes, depending on how that turns out and the questions that people have afterwards, um, I think there's going to be a very short, very violent burst of disapproval. Again, depending on how things turn out and whether or not they seem legit. And then I think it's going to go into a slow but continuous issue of we, we don't have food, we don't have energy, we don't have jobs. What the hell are you doing? Why are you trying to kill us? And after all, that that's what's happening here. They're <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say it bluntly. Joe Biden's trying to kill you slowly and surely. Uh, and we've seen this with the Obama administration. Now we're seeing this with the uh, Biden administration where they will make your life miserable to the point where you just want to kill yourself. Ask Aaron Schwartz, right? Ask that guy. Uh, some people would say ask Michael Hastings. Uh, ask uh, Jeffrey Epstein. So what, what about McAfee? You know, 
Nobody really talks about McAfee anymore, but uh, apparently they made his life miserable enough. They've been trying it with Julian Assange. Like, how long has that guy been living in absolute misery? And uh, it's finally coming out that the CIA and the Justice Department were hoping that he would just uh, take care of the problem himself. And fortunately for, for everyone else and, and for Assange, uh, he hasn't. But uh, I, I can't look at this and their, their previous history and not say that this isn't part of the agenda. Make people miserable enough to where they will just take care of themselves. After all, then then we're off the hook. Well, we had this weird uh, uptick in suicide rates. We don't know what to do about it. And of course, <clears throat> if you've ever listened to Freakonomics uh, podcast, they have a whole episode about suicide. And they even discussed, you know, should we be talking about this? Because talking about suicide leads to an uptick of suicide. Because people then think, like, oh, this is an option. This is something that people do. Huh. Well, I don't like how things are going. Maybe I should try this out. So, who knows? Could that be what they're looking at? I mean, it's definitely been on their table for, for a long time now. It's been one of the things that they do, right? Is, uh... Oops! Uh, he, he just Epstein himself. We didn't do it. Um... Granted, there's a difference between an Epstein and a uh, <clears throat> Kurt Cobain, but um, yeah, uh, when they both have the same label, come on. Uh, anyways, that's about it for today. Uh, things are not looking good, and um, this is what happens when you have people who fail up, who are in charge. And I wish things were different. I, I wish we could actually have people who were qualified to be in certain positions, but that is not where we're at. Uh, that's not the society that uh, this has turned into. It's turned into some other weird um, cluster bleep of, um, of chaos. And uh, I don't know how to right the ship. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand what's going on. So, uh, anyways, remember, you are the carbon that they want to reduce. Thank you for listening to the Collapse Experiment podcast. For more content, check out thecollapseexperiment.com, where you can find the latest news articles. If you'd like to help out this podcast, check out books by Matthew Gilman on Amazon, or you should just buy gold and silver just just buy gold and silver it's it's a better investment and uh you might actually have something to trade later on when the world <laughs> falls apart <laughs>